0: this is the old trailblazer broadcast we come into you once again from our studio here at the radio missions service and we're always happy to have you with us we're looking into study the coming of the antichrist the soon coming i call it of the antichrist and in our last study we were looking there at revelation uh 13 8, looking at the, the how the, the satan and the antichrist will speak with such authority and uh, and uh the antichrist comes on the scene Comes with all that authority, and he'll speak with authority. Let's go back there and look. Revelation thirteen eight, All that dwell upon the earth shall worship him. How about that? How about that, my friend? All that dwell upon... This is God's word. It's not my word. This is not John the Baptist's word or John the Apostle's word. This is the word of the Lord. All that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain before the foundation of the world. Have you ever heard your pastor tell of that great day on the judgment time? The throne will be set in heaven, and every individual
1: will be judged.
0: The judge, the Lord Jesus Christ, will sit on the throne and judge the people, and he will tell the recording angel over there, Mr. Angel, go over there and look and see if uh, Uncle Joe's name's in the book. And he'll go over there, and he come back and say, No, my Lord. I don't find his name there no worries. He said, go back and look again. He'd come back and he'd say, Uncle Joe ain't in that book. Uncle Joe is not in the book, my friend. Oh, no, listen, Uncle Joe is not there. And he'll say, Uncle, John, Uncle Joe standing there before him. Can't say a word. He'll say, Uncle Joe, cast him into the lake of fire where the fire is not quenched and the worm is not dead. Oh, my friend, listen, what a story, what a time. You know what eternity is, my friend? I ask my folks here on a regular basis, do you ever think of eternity? Do you ever think that you're going to die? I ask my folks, drive over here in one of these great old cemeteries. Look at your name. Maybe you have family there. I do. I go over here and look at the graveyard not far from the chapel for my mother and daddy and my grandma and grandpa and my brother and sister, some of them buried there what we call the Pendarvis Road. They call them old cemetery. But my friend, if you don't believe folks are going to die, you go over there and look at that cemetery. It'll maybe bring you back to earth again. The word authority means legal or righteous, rightful power. Authority means a right to command or to act as the authority of parents over children or the authority of a court. Now, where does our president get the authority to command this nation? He's just a man like any other man, but he stands in the place of authority with the power to act. And this authority is based up on the laws governing our country. Where does God's ambassador or true minister get the authority to speak? It comes from the Word of God, the Lordship of Christ. It comes from His Word and the Lordship of Christ. That's where I get my authority. I tell my folks here, when the Lord first called me here to preach, he gave me this scripture over there in Timothy. He said, Preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. I reprove and rebuke with all long suffering. And then, not long after I'd been here, young, ignorant, shaken, I come across this verse of scripture over there in Exodus 3.12. I was reading there. Moses, the Lord told Moses, said, Certainly I'll be with you. See, old Moses couldn't talk. He had a speech impediment. And he said, Lord, you know I can't talk to these people. He said, I'll give, you, I'll give you Aaron as your mouthpiece. I'll give you Mr. Aaron, your brother. And then he said, certainly I'll be with you. And I adopted that as my, 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 my logo, my background. Go ahead, Pastor Pendarvis, I'll be with you. Certainly I'll be with you. But that's where, listen, word. it comes from his word of the Lordship of Christ. That's where I get my authority. He called me through Christ. Christ is my Lord. The Bible is his word, inerrant, unbroken, infallible. And I stand here with the authority of an ambassador from heaven, speaking his infallible word. I'm not infallible, but his word is. So the Antichrist will come forth in the name of the Father, speaking, speaking with authority from the Bible, that which will be mistranslated of God's word. Satan is a liar, my friend, cannot speak the truth. He says he is the father of it. So will his son, the Antichrist, be the lie, the opposite of Christ, the truth. When Satan quoted God's word in the third chapter of Genesis, he misquoted it. Again, when Satan quoted God's word in the fourth chapter of Matthew, when he met the Lord Jesus in the wilderness at the scene of temptation, he again misquoted God's word. Satan can never quote the Word of God correctly because he's a liar. Satan, through his emissaries, will always misquote the Word of God and put the emphasis upon the wrong thing. Every false religion points to the Bible as their authority for their false doctrine. Listen, you didn't know that, did you? Every false religion goes to the Bible as the basis for the authority of their doctrine. They will take some portion of the Bible and leave others out and establish their doctrine. I had a letter from a fellow the other day who took me to task on the doctrine of total depravity. He took two scriptures to try to substantiate his position that no man was totally depraved, ignoring the other scriptures of God's Word on this subject. Now listen, they will twist the Word of God to be substantiate, make sure they're false teaching. There's being palmed off on the public today a so-called Bible known as a Revised Standard Version, RSV, which is not a Bible, but a modernistic interpretation of the Bible of all denomination, which is being accepted by many pen- ministers and churches today of all denomination. It's a tre- clever trick of Satan to prepare the world religiously for the coming, the acceptance of the Antichrist. We here have a gracious bookstore, Radio Bible and Bookstore here at the chapel. And we have gracious old writers, the old divines, we call them, Whitfield, Max Shanes, John Bunyan, John Knox, uh, Charles Spurgeon. We have all those on hand. And then we also have nothing but the King James Version Bible. So we have folks come in here and say, tell the lady, said, I need an NIV Bible. Well, she says, I'm sorry, sir, we don't sell it. Why in the world don't you sell it? So we have a little program we made up, a little booklet, showing the error of those Bibles, the RSV and the NIV and the Women's Bible and the Afro-American Bible and all those. I'll be glad to send you a copy of that if you'd like. Just write me and tell me what you'd like. But listen, my friend, let's get back. The Revised Standard Version, which will undergo radical changes with every edition, is the Antichrist Bible. Now, the second edition of the New Testament has already come out and has undergone radical changes, which in every instance is always for the worst. It will be the Bible will base his authority upon it as religious political leader of the world. The Revised Standard Version Bible will be the basis of his authority to set himself up as the world's economic savior and God to be worshipped. The world politically and religiously will accept him except God's elect, because he will come forth with great power, great signs, miracles, deceiving the people, and with a, a mouth speaking great things, and blasphemy, according to Revelation 13:5. And he will speak with great swelling words, and uh, great authority. He will be a great orator, pulpiteer we call him. He will pose, as one of the greatest preachers of self-righteousness and that the world has ever known. He will attract the largest crowds with his healing program, with the miracles of lying wonders. It will be the culmination of every false cult and religion in the world. Yes, he will. He will be the culmination of ever, ever that everything that's false that has come out of old Babylon. Because of his power to perform miracles of healing, to all to call fire down from heaven, he will present himself as one greater than Elijah, one greater than the Lord Jesus Christ, and he will open his mouth in blasphemy against God, to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. He will base his authority upon the Bible, the RSV, Revised Standard Version. He will prove from this book that he is the Messiah, born of a young woman, according to Isaiah 7:14. He will prove from his Bible that the Lord Jesus Christ was not the Son of God, that he was not raised from the dead. And he will prove it from this book, because his so-called translators have undercut the virgin birth of Christ, the deity of the Son of God, and have left us only a man who is divine like we are divine, who was only created being like you and me, created being, and one who has never never been resurrected from the grave. Now, my brother, my sister, they have undercut the resurrection of the Bible. Now, you listen. You listen. Throw all your prejudices away and listen with an open heart. We're going to be stating facts starting in our next segment. Satan is always questioning in the mind of man, the veracity of God. And he's always done it through his emissaries. Satan is always questioned in the mind of God's Word. He knows that if he can get you to doubt or disbelieve God's Word, he has you sealed for hell. Satan has always worked upon man to get him to disbelieve the severity of God or the judgment of God upon sin. In this so-called new Bible, the RSV, let's notice. First, he puts it out. He, put, first, he who, first, who puts it out? Where did the Bible come from? Where did this Bible come from, my friend? Who gave us this modernistic interpretation? It was put out by the National Council of Churches of Christ in the United States of America, which is an offspring of the old Federal Council of Churches that's been modernistic to the core throughout their entire history. If you'll study the list of names of the scholars who are who are the members of that committee that gave us this interpretation you will find that the vast majority of them came from modernistic seminaries and with two or three exceptions everyone is an outstanding everyone is an outstanding modernist furthermore these two or three conservatives on the list have never raised their voices in protest against this translation second john one ten eleven. and 11 the majority of these scholars deny the, virgin, the deity of Christ, his virgin birth, his literal bodily resurrection, the Holy Trinity, and the miracles of his new birth. This council of churches has been known for years for its uh, communistic teaching. And uh, at this time, Bishop G. Brumley or Oxman, who was a Methodist, committee on, on this uh, on American activities. Bishop Oxenon is known for his radical views, and we'll look at him a little further in our next study. We're about to run out of time, but this is the old trailblazer. We hear every morning at the same time, every day at the same time, and I would that you'd write me. My mailing address is uh, Old Trailblazer. Post Office Box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana. Here's where our church is located now. After Katrina ran us out of New Orleans many years ago, but we're going, the Lord blessed us and built a new chapel, a new bookstore. And the Lord has blessed him going on over 125 stations now with the Internet. And we also have what we call Radio Missions Radio. It's 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can hear it on, go there to our website, radiomission.org. And it'll tell you exactly how to sum on to it. 24 hours a day, classic sermons every two hours or so. Good music from our choir, good music from other choirs, and then uh, notes and news about Radio Missions. But if you would, go there. My mailing address, Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And I told you in our last study, my, my phone number here is air code 225-664-8658. Air code 225-664-8658. And I would like to hear from him. I always here early in the morning, about 630. Brother Freddie and I drinking coffee and eating a biscuit. And sometimes um, sometime have a little bacon with it. But if you would, the old trailblazer, just a poor old sinner, just like you, saved by grace of God, through the, through the grace of God, through the, through the working of the Holy Spirit, come to see myself as a poor old lost sinner, clung on to the Lord, begging for mercy and begging for redemption, and he granted my request. Come see me if you can, let, let me hear from you. Help us with the broadcast, just a little bit if you can, every little bit, as the old fellow said, a little bit helps. Good, God bless you, and may the Lord blessing rest upon you. Goodbye.